Let's take our Bibles tonight and turn to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. We'll be looking at a few different verses tonight. We often hear the phrase, seeing is believing. And uh, some people who take trips to the Holy Land say, you've got to see it to believe it. Well, it may be better as a Christian to say believing is seeing. Man has a tendency of telling God, show me and I'll believe. God says, believe and I'll show you. I'd like to just speak on a a topic just for a few minutes tonight, and and we'll call it tangible faith. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is a paradox in this verse that shows the reality of faith. Faith is called substance and evidence. That's written in the Hebrew style where there are parallel thoughts. It's not really a definition of what faith is, but characteristics of faith. And so the first statement is made, faith, the substance of things hoped for, and then it reiterates that same thought in different words, the evidence of things not seen. And so those two words, faith, or or substance, and evidence, have prepositional phrases that seem to indicate kind of the opposite of what's just worded. Substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. So we have substance and evidence that are tangible, and we have those tangible real words connected with those kind of intangible things hoped for and unseen. The answer to this seeming paradox and the truth that the writer of Hebrews is is making is that what seems intangible is actually no less real. In fact, it is often more real than the things that we see. And so we have a tangible faith. Uh, He uses two words that describe the tangible aspects of faith. The first word, substance, and I'll just use this one with the Greek word, the evidence uh, we won't, but hupostasis. Stasis is to stand firmly, to abide, to remain. And then the prefix, hupa, is under. And I use that because when you think of the Our our English word, substance, the etymology of that is really saying the same thing. Sub, meaning under, and stance, to stand firm. And so substance is the same as this Greek word, it's a wonderful word, uh, to to stand. It's translated in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14, with the word confidence. We are made partakers of Christ if we hold or since we hold our confidence steadfast to the end. And so this substance is is a confidence. It's something that we stand firmly on. And then the word evidence is the only time it's used here in the New Testament. But it's proof that convinces or proof that persuades. It's often used uh, extra-biblically as evidence in a court of law. You want something that's going to prove or to validate the, the story that's being told. So faith is substance. It's evidence. And then put against those seemingly intangible aspects, things hoped for, the future things. What are some things that the believer hopes for? Well, one of the things, and we say hope in the Bible is not 
Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I hope it does. But it's a confident expectation based on the promises of God. Hope. And so we hope for the return of Jesus Christ. We look for him to come. We believe that he will because he promised that he will. A sinless, eternal existence in the presence of Christ. A home in heaven. Those are the things that we hope for. And we have that hope based on the, on the promises that God gives. And then unseen things. What are some things that we can't see but we know are real? Well, the angels who do the Lord's bidding, there are several that come to mind. Answers to prayer, the work of the Holy Spirit, convincing men of sin, reproving us of sin, drawing people to Christ, producing spiritual growth in our lives and fruitfulness, all works of the Holy Spirit. Are those intangibles? Not really. And there, there, there are other verses that tell us how things that are unseen are still very real. Let me just uh, list a few of them. 2 Corinthians 4.18. Here it's, it's talking about unseen things that are really eternal. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We love someone whom we know personally, but we've only seen him through the eyes of faith. When Doubting Thomas finally saw and believed, Jesus said something about us. Thomas said, Thomas one that said, show me and I'll believe. In John 20, 29, Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. The evidence of things not seen. We, we have seen Christ through the eyes of faith. We have believed him through the scriptures. And we know that he's real. We know him. And there is a blessing here. Who haven't seen and yet have believed. Peter also wrote about seeing Christ by faith in 1 Peter 1.8. Whom having not seen, ye love. In whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You love him even though you haven't seen him. You believe him even though you haven't seen him. And you rejoice even though you have not seen him. And that, that rejoicing is unutterable. An exalted joy, too joyous to express with words, too glorious to express with praise, whom having not seen ye love. The writer of Hebrews says that by faith Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Moses saw that. Now, not, endure, not uh, fearing the wrath of the king, you must be talking about the second time that he forsook Egypt, because the first time, after he killed that uh, Egyptian, he feared the king and he left. But the second time, as he led all of Israel out, he didn't fear the wrath of the king. Why? Because he endured seeing him who is invisible. When you keep your eyes on Christ, you will endure. Elisha's servant saw the armies of Syria surrounding them. And Elisha prayed that God would open his eyes. And he saw the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. There's an interesting contrast in that section. 
in uh, 2 Kings 6 between physical sight and, and spiritual sight. And so Elisha's servant finally sees the armies of God. And what happened? Elisha prayed and God smote that army with blindness. And they led them to another city. The eyes of faith see what physical eyes do not. So how, what does that have to do with Israel? Well, do we have to go over to Israel in order to find evidence so that we will be more firm in our faith, in our belief? The answer is no. The eye of faith sees what the natural eye does not. And we don't go over to Israel, as, as some do, as on a pilgrimage, thinking that by doing this, they will somehow earn grace, earn favor with God. We don't need historical evidence dug up to prove the Bible is true. We take God at his word by faith. We say, you're, you're really talking us out of that trip in 2025, aren't you? <laughs> well, having believed, we can now appreciate what we see with our physical eyes. It reminds us of the truth that we've already settled because of our faith, our belief in the words of Scripture. So a trip to the Holy Land doesn't cause anyone to believe. It simply helps us understand what we read in the Bible, the things that we've already come to know by faith. Now, I appreciate, we've had men in this church that are brilliant scientists, astrophysicists, and they've talked about creation. And we believe apologists, and we appreciate their work, and archaeologists who interpret, especially the Christian archaeologists who interpret their finds through the lens of Scripture. And if archaeology doesn't agree with the Bible, I'm going to stick with the Bible. The Bible is always true. It's the Word of God. So the question tonight, do you have a tangible faith? Have you trusted him as your Savior? Are you walking day to day in that faith, in that firm, confident belief that you don't have to visually see something to know that it's true? You have a faith that God in his word, has told you all that you need to know and everything there with absolute certainty, we can rest assured that it is true. That's tangible faith. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I pray that tonight you will strengthen our faith. You've said that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Help us, to, as we believe that, to spend our time, our days in your word, learning it, loving it, learning more about our Savior and the hope that's set before us. I pray that you'll increase our faith as we increase our reading and study. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.